The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer. All right, and welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tear. So, you want to talk <laughs> about this one? We we mentioned this one in our last <laughs> podcast, and ooh, we got some we got some strong feelings on this one. So, the absurdity uh, of compliance. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna let you set the groundwork for this particular video that set you off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this this week's bonus rage. All right. So last time we were talking about getting so lost in the battle that you um you forget the war. And we mentioned this video. So there's a video of a gentleman that's in church, uh cathedral, whatever. I don't know if he's a preacher or or not. He's in the robes and everything else. And he stops right in the middle of his sermon, points this dude out in the crowd and goes, you're in trespass because he's not wearing a mask. This is in church, by the way. He goes, you're in trespass. Now, not only is that a problem to me, but we'll, we'll set that aside for right now. It's what happens afterwards. The guy gets up and tries to say something to the priest. The priest sits down and says, somebody call 911. And if you listen to the video, he says, do what you must. And he just does, he just does a hand motion. And all the mask-wearing sheep in the congregation just gang up and assault this dude and drag him out because he's not wearing a mask. Out of the house of the Lord. And I know I am not, by any stretch, any imagination of the epitome of a fucking Christian. I am not. But this is my issue with organized religion, but that's not even the problem. That mindset where the minister or the priest Literally says, do what you must, and then they all jubilantly, I mean, like, they had a hard-on for beating the shit out of this dude so they could drag him out because he wasn't wearing a mask. A mask. That mentality is the kind that leads to, uh, leads to brown shirts. And I'll say it like I did in my video. If you ever have to sit back and wonder why the Germans let so many things, so many atrocities, so many crimes happen, Look no further than that fucking church. No, so, look no further than everybody else. So I, I feel you. Ha I, I, I feel you that you have some uh, strong emotions. <laughs> Just a wee bit, man. <laughs> All right. So there are multiple ways, and I'm sure that in the course of this particular episode, <laughs> we're going to cover all of them. But I want to, I want to talk about the, the brown shirt aspect first. In the 1950s, uh, there was a doctor by the name of Milgram who did uh, conformity experiments. Uh, and basically what it focused on was people wondered how the German people could allow such atrocities to happen. You know, uh, how good people, essentially good people, can let atrocious things happen without stamp, standing up. and Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, I want you to know that you need to pay real close attention to this one. Because it's happening in society right now. This video proves it. And you can say, oh, it's not just the church. But how many times have we seen videos of people being chased through a grocery store where a woman is accosted or people are, uh, an individual is ganged up upon by people who are so terrorized by fear that they decide that oh no we need to sit here and we need to sit here and and expunge this person because they're not following the government so the milgram experiments took regular americans people who believe in freedoms now these are people who served in world war 2 get that in your head 
These are people who fought fascists. These are people that fought the Germans, that fought the Nazi party. You mean the real Antifa? Oh, shut. Now you're as angry as I was. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> so, um, woosa, woosa. <laughs> all right. So, let's sit here and so what they did is they took in, they took individuals and they had them administer a test. They believed that the other person was another subject also taking a test, and it was you had the people who volunteered. The unknowing suspects or victims, uh, test subject, test subjects, uh, were always the teacher and the actor, who they believed was another test subject, was always the learner. And what they wanted to show was how far people would go, and give up their critical thinking skills and their humanity to someone in authority. Where if they got it wrong, if they if the learner got a question wrong, they would apply a steadily increasing dose uh, uh, shock of electricity, and they would go up in strength for every wrong answer, up into the point of lethal voltage, sixty-five percent of the people went to that lethal voltage and killed the person or believed they killed that person. Some of them questioned... No, some of them questioned it. And when the man in the white lab coat, the Dr. Fauci of the experiment... It's not actually Dr. Fauci. I just... I like inserting him in every negative light I can ever since that fucking dog thing came out. So, anyhow, um, Mm. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) Let me finish my story. So, after Dr. Fauci says he'll take responsibility for it, the people, 65% of them administered a lethal dose, or what they believed was a lethal dose of electricity to the learner, simply because they were following authority. In Australia, we're already hearing stories of police officers say, hey, we don't like it either. I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. Just doing your job and listening to authority that is wrong still makes you culpable. It still makes you guilty. It still makes you Just following orders. Yeah. How many times do we hear that in the Nuremberg trials? I was simply following orders. How many times did we hear, have we heard it throughout history? Yeah, that the guy who was in charge was this horrible, horrible person, but we were just following orders. There's it sounds a- familiar. I can't put my finger on it. What was it? We said it once before. Accountability! That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, it's but- easier to put accountability on someone else and do whatever they tell you because they are in a position of power rather than accept accountability for your own action you pass the buck yeah it's easier that way especially when that authority figure is willing to take on that accountability now look at what's happening in society now i mean you had it shocked people when the results of the milgram experiments came out it shocked people but it made people understand that what happened in nazi germany is not is not an exception it's the the rule. rule it is the rule itself that people will openly give up at, to become part of the herd and will give up their accountability to a fig, uh, to a person of authority. So that is why when people talk about the German people, you had the Nazi party and then you had the couch Nazis. The couch Nazis were the people who allowed it to happen simply because they wanted to be left alone and they didn't have to speak up because that was easy but i want to there are people like uh tory or i won't bring up anybody in this particular one but there are examples throughout history of people who stood up people who sit here and and took the accountability 
in the military, well, in today's society, we call them whistleblowers if they fit the agenda. Only if them, they fit the agenda. We call them uh, spies or leaks or traitors if they don't. Right. So we have this weird dynamic where we appreciate people who tell the truth if it agrees with us, but if it doesn't, then they're the bad guys and they need to be thought of as the enemy. Is is a really weird dynamic today. Yeah, but, but I mean, this isn't a you know, to get back to the original video, the original you know spark for the anger. This is a church. And how many times have you and I both said that the last bastion of freedom and free speech is the comedians pulpit. in the pulpit? Yep. Look, the. And I know that there are going to be Christians who disagree with me. I'm a Christian, so just hear me out. The There are churchmen and clergy that are indifferent. They do not care what happens to their congregation. They do not care what happens to the church. They care about their money, their power, and their influence. They are indifferent to what happens in the world and what happens to their church as long as they're provided with money, power, and influence. And they will justify any action and they will sit here and agree with the government because it makes their indifference seem like righteousness. We can get into the whole thing of him acquiescing to a federal mandate of wearing a, a mask for a disease that has a less than... Uh, like I always see this argument about the uh, the Spanish flu, how coronavirus is so much worse than the Spanish flu. If you're looking at one aspect of it, maybe. If you're looking at how many cases there are, yeah. But if you're looking at how many deaths, it's not even a tenth of the deaths of the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu killed over 50 million people. Yep. We're at 4.96 million in the world. No. I, I just looked that up today. Yeah, but you're looking at CDC's numbers. They well, I'm looking at just they haven't, they haven't done the I, I get that they haven't done the vaccine. I'm just saying just let's just say it's the 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 raw number for no, how many deaths from no, COVID. I refuse. I refuse to accept a false premise. So I'm gonna smash that shit right now. They admitted that 96% of the cases are core morbidities, not shit that died, which means only four no, percent of that number. No, we're talking about in the United States, yes, and I'm talking about no, I'm this talking is the international worldwide. number. 96% are comorbidity rates. So not even a tenth of a percent. Or not even a ten, you know, 10% of, of the deaths from Spanish flu. You're looking at four, you're looking at worldwide less than a million deaths. Either way. Uh, here comes that's the misinformation we're... tag. Watch. Now, <laughs> now, now here's... Here's the thing, whether it be a million or whether it be four million, either way, it's still less deadly than any other pan than most other pandemics that they like to flaunt. And the church, this church, not only did the 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 priest ostracize someone for showing up to church, which seems a bit counterintuitive or counterproductive for what they're wanting to do. But did you see how the people jumped in at the chance to to assault this man? Yes. That man's a fucking hero. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> now, in the last episode, and I may have to play it again at the end of this one, we gave the warning. We gave George Orwell's final warning, where what did he talk about? You would There will be no emotion. You will be ruled by fear, and you, there will be victory in destroying your opponent. These people, with the masks on, felt joy and pleasure in attacking a fellow fucking Christian. Are you kidding me? But it's Sim indicative. It's indicative of, of, of society as a whole now. It's not just, you know, I'm going to bitch about the, the whole church part because I think of all the places that that should never have happened. It should be one of the last bastions of freedom. Should be a church or a sanctuary, a mosque, a synagogue. It doesn't matter. A place of worship is supposed to be sacred. But yeah. instead, they're they're, they're bowing down are. and kowtowing. Come, yeah. at, especially in the Christian faith, where it's supposed to be "Come as you are." 
where we will meet you at the level. You do not need to be perfect before you meet God. But they gave into fear. Gave into fear. You know what? If you're. Oh, go ahead. You know what pisses me off the most is that if they're Christians, they should believe in a sovereign God, which means if it's your time, it's your time. And if it's not your time, it's not your time. No virus, no mask, no nothing is going to change the outcome. No vaccine, no nothing. Sovereign God, which means he's in charge. Why, Christian, do you live in fear? See, uh, Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, walked into multiple cholera epidemics to preach the gospel to the people that needed to hear the message. Don't want to use Charles Spurgeon because that's not your per, your denomination? Okay, how about this one? Jesus Christ walked up to the dead and walked up to the lepers and healed them. Why? Because he knew the power that was within him. Christian, you claim to have that power. Fucking act like it. You know the biggest excuse that I keep hearing? And it drives me up a wall. It drives me up a wall. Well, we're supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to be sheep. We're supposed to, you know, we're not supposed to rock the boat. We're supposed to be gentle and peaceful. I'm sorry. Are you following the same God that I read about? Now everybody's going to say it's that's Old Testament, you know, judgment, fire, and brimstone. That's Old Testament. It's like Jesus literally sat down, braided a whip, and drove the Pharisees and Sadducees out of the temple. And you're telling me that something that's nowhere even near that level, and you're just going to bow down and take it? And the reason I say that's indicative is because a lot of people use their faith to dictate whether right or wrong. You and I have talked about a separation of church and state and how your religion and your faith should not dictate, should not be confused with your politics. Correct. But they do. And that acquiescence, that compliance, that willingness to bow down to fear is how we fucking got here. Yeah. It is people picking and choosing the faith that they believe and they want to be in society more than they want to stand behind their morals. That's terrifying. Like watching that, I keep going back to the video, but watching that and realizing that they, it wasn't like they were begrudgingly walking up there. They ran up there. They yeah. got excited. Yeah. They have been told- to assault a fellow Christian. They have been so brainwashed with Romans 13 as the way that we're supposed to act, right? That we're supposed to listen to authority, unlimited and unquestioning. How far, Christian, you have fallen. The fact that you revel in attacking a man who you claimed was your brother simply because you are ruled by fear. Shame, shame, shame. But it doesn't just happen in church. No, no, it does not. You, we can, you know, we had mentioned the videos earlier, like in California, New York, and I know that those are extreme cases. A man goes into a store and the entire store attacks him, throws groceries at him, chases him out within, within an inch of their lives. Just because they're afraid. And this doesn't scare anyone. And that that bothers me. We have people still sleeping. People that think that this is no big fucking deal. Yeah. They, how? How can you be that blind? Well, you have the people who believe that the virus isn't a big deal. And then you have the... And because the virus is no big deal, they're on alert for the tyranny and then you have the other side which is they're so afraid that they openly give their independence and their freedom to the government for security and safety you have to give who whoever's idea this was and i don't know who originally it would be or if which group it was originally but 
using uh, how to say this nicely. I don't know. Everybody's going to be like, "Well, you're not a you're, you're not a spoused Christian," which means you know you're just you just hate Christians. No, I, I hate any organized religion. Before anybody says anything, but using especially Christianity and infiltrating it for such a political gain was a brilliant stroke of genius. Because now you have brainwashed people on both sides. You have your happy-go-lucky, once-saved, always-saved, actions-don't-matter Christians that are so woke that their brain fell out. So open-minded their brains have fallen out? Yeah. Yeah, and then you have your you have your Christians on this side that are willing to attack their fellow Christian, their fellow man, over a mask. Now, here's my question. You've got everyone in that church had a mask on, and LA bets most of them got the fucking jab. So what are you scared of? Not, okay, it, it, let's take God out of it. If you believe in God, then God will protect you. Okay, I get that. But if you're vaccinated, you're wearing a mask. Why the hell? Did you, and then they're all like, well, you know, it's social distancing. I'm like, you literally gangbang this dude. Yep. You got in. Yeah, and none of you wearing your mask, right? None of you wearing a proper mask. And you get within six, not only six feet, you're physically assaulting this dude and dragging him out by force because you're terrified of a disease. Well, let's be Wake honest. up. Let's be honest. The churches have given in to the whole fear thing for months and months and months they were closed they were closed while abortion clinics stayed open they were closed when casinos were allowed to open at 50 percent they were closed when you could go to walmart when you could go to the big box stores you could go to all of these things at no point did somebody say gee I wonder, how come I can't go to church? Wait, wait, hold on. Let me be specific. How come I can't go to a synagogue or a church, but I can go to a mosque? How come I don't see piles of bodies outside of Walmart? If it's so deadly, why aren't people dying in their homes? If it's so deadly, why aren't there piles of bodies outside of Walmart for people who just didn't make it through the store? I mean, let's be honest. You should use common sense when common sense is necessary. <coughs> I get it. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but guess what? Give There's a God. line that's no longer Caesar's. No, no, no. But give unto God what is God's. Your time in your life, if you're a Christian, belongs to God. Why the fuck are you hiding in your house instead of going to church? Because there's a bunch of six-day devil and Sunday saints. Well, it's because they don't understand what the meaning of church is, first of all. But more importantly, it's because it was easy. When I sit here and I said, why are we closed for our most, for our holiest holiday if we believe in a, in a sovereign God? And people repeatedly told me, well, it is better to be safe to show the love for our fellow man and to love our neighbors than to get together and love our God. Do you not see the problem with that? It's infuriating. It, it is. really is. And it's hypocritical. Because I say here, I was going to say, it, it's the sheer hypocrisy of it. It, it, it. What blows my mind is it's not just churches. We attack our own people. On either side, we attack our own people because of fear. A manufactured fear, a manufactured crisis. And people are sleeping right through it. Well, the problem is, is now the government knows who will and will not stand up. And they found out in 2020 and 2021 that America is a bunch of lazy-ass cowards. So now it'll be one crisis after another. If you do not stop this immediately and tell the government, fuck you, we ain't taking this no more. And if you want to try some shit, fucking make us. And until that point happens, it's going to be crisis after crisis after crisis. Look, the numbers in COVID-19 are starting to fucking go down in Florida and in Texas. Why? 
because it's starting to cool off and people are going outside. And then it's going to increase, just like the fucking flu and the cold, surprise, surprise, in the north because people are going to go inside. Why? Because that's how every respiratory virus since the beginning of time has fucking worked. But let's jump overseas. Let's focus on that one. Oh, the UK is having a super fucking flu. Really? Worst cold ever. Why? Because you've been pampering your fucking immune system for the last 18 months. <laughs> you've been putting on a mask. Wrong. But you're taking all of these, all of this stuff. And then guess what? Something natural happens. You know, the cold or the flu. And it's the worst ever. Yeah, because your body stopped getting used to fighting it because you wanted to hide in your fucking house and rub fucking alcohol all over your body and fucking huffing high Lysol or whatever bullshit y'all crazy motherfuckers are doing. And you want to sit here and do that and then wonder why your immune system's weakened. Hmm. I wonder. Why are our immune systems weakened? Hmm. What happened to the days when, uh, when I was growing up, but I know definitely when you were growing up. And no, that, well, no, that is kind of a low blow jab at you, but, um, Whatever. Whenever we had a scraped knee or, or something was wrong, what, what did your mom ever tell you? My mom always said, just you know, rub a little dirt on it. You'll be fine. Mine was always walk it off. Then walk it off, rub a little dirt on it. Yeah, you know, we got out. We did things. Now we've got people that are so wrapped up and they've taken so many, you know, so many pills and so many vaccines so that they don't get sick for this, this, and this. Then when something that doesn't work with those pills comes along, boom, you're fucked because your body goes, I don't know what to do. Well, whatever happened, like, okay, we know that statistically children dying from COVID-19 is exceptionally rare. It does happen, but it is exceptionally rare, right? And we know the NIH, NIH has come out and said that natural immunity is 27 times more powerful than the vaccine. Natural immunity. So knowing that, when you were growing up, did they ever have chicken pox parties? No, I managed to get that really early on, on my own. Thank you. <laughs> so when I was growing up, we had chicken pox parties where one kid would get chicken pox and then all of the mothers with that normal age group would all go and they'd all go get chicken pox because you could defeat it. There were people who died from those, I'm sure. But it was generally accepted practice that once you got it, you got that immunity, real immunity, not this bullshit that you get from fucking the vaccine. Actual immunity, right? Why didn't we do that with COVID-19? Knowing that once the children recovered, they were 27 times more likely are less likely to get the vaccine or to get to get it less likely to get COVID-19. Why? Why did we not take the, why did we change it? Compliance. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And what's sad is if you look at the white house, all of these people screaming mandates, 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 you have to do this because of the mandate. Go look at the executive orders. There has never been a mandate for COVID-19. There is no official mandate. The president said it. Businesses realize that they can make people do it. There is, I've asked this question. There is no official mandate for COVID-19. I've asked this question I don't know how many times, even on the podcast. But name me one time in history where we had to beg, borrow, steal, mandate, bribe, any of that for a vaccine. You never. And yet here we sit. 
and the Karens, the Summer Times, the Liberals, everybody's freaking out. Though, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to piss off a bunch of people. But their attitude is just as bad as this group that comes out and says, I'm a pure blood. Yeah. Any person seeking superiority because they have or have not taken a vaccine, you're part of the fucking problem. I get it. I do. I get it. They made fun of us. We did the whole, you know, hold the three fingers up, do the whistle. It's cute. But we've we've now trained people to think that they're better just because they didn't get a vaccine. Instead of reminding them that it's it's about the right to choose. Instead, we've complied. Well, Starts out with the you know. Okay, there there is a difference between the two, and that difference is getting smaller. The difference is is that if you're unvaccinated and a vaccinated person comes in, or somebody wears a mask, right? We don't physically assault them. We're not quite at that point. Yet we will mock them mercilessly, right? About Wish death upon were, them. Yeah, wish death upon them. We are getting close to that. But, see, that's what people fail to realize. The big picture is the people that are in charge and want to sow division, the evil cabal that rules the world, right? They don't care if it's left or right authoritarianism. They just want authoritarianism. I mean, listen. If you want a future, listen to Orwell's final warning. That was the last interview he ever did before he died. When he said, if you want a picture of the future, think of a human neck with a boot on it. And that boot is government. I'm the government and I'm here to help. Yep. Most terrifying words in the English language. And here we are just begging for them. Yep. 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 Or we have people that are fighting it, but they don't know why. How many times have I, to have I made the statement, and even you've made the statement, that when you cross that line, when you stoop to certain levels of behavior you're no longer fighting the fight you're the enemy yep when your actions and your attitude is just as authoritarian just as controlling there's no difference between you it's just whose idea wins that's not what we're fighting for that's not what we're here for we're here because because Winter Soldiers and actual patriots fight for the rights and liberties of the smallest minority of the individual. I don't know how many times we got to say that and just beat it into people's heads until they finally understand. And they're the other thing is they were applauding. Going back to that video, if you if you actually turn up the volume on the video, I had to, to put it on CapCut because I got a copy of it. You can hear them clapping and saying amen yep. as they assaulted this man. Yep. And they're going to have to answer for that. But that level of being able to just pass away accountability to somebody in power, that, that inability to have the strength of your own conviction, that inability to actually stand for your principles, wow. to direct your own moral code, to have to have somebody in power tell you. I'm not saying that a relationship between you and God or whatever higher power. I'm talking about a preacher, a minister, a priest, anything like that. Someone in power tells you and you just acquiesce to it because it is easier. Well, it happens in stages. And I'm going to give you, I talked about the Milgram experiments. And Milgram experiments is, is talking about exactly like this, but it doesn't start that way. I did several videos on TikTok. Uh, about conformity experiments and I like doing those types of videos but nobody else does so it, they get very few views when I was on it <laughs> the first one is the ash conformity experiment where they show the different lines 
and they ask which one is the longest. Mm-hmm. And it only took the dude like two questions before the social pressure was too much and he just started to answer like they did. That's how it starts. They change your perception. What is okay? Even if reality is twisted, even if your morals are are twisted or offended, you just want to fit in. You just want to fit in, so you start to follow the crowd. They used fear to adjust your reality. The Germans did fear experiments. They realized that you could change the entire concept, the entire reality and worldview of a population if you push them into fear for two months. Two months. We're now 18 months. Does it surprise you that no one stands? Does it surprise you that people are following the will of the government without question? It doesn't surprise me at all. The Germans did a lot of bad things. <laughs> but they did some experiments, that psychological experiments, that really told us who humans really are. And it was, it was verified. Look at the incident of Abu Ghraib. Look at this look at the Stanford prison experiments where they sit here and they put the group of individuals and then they put some as the guards and some as the prisoners. How out of hand and violent it got. Those were college students who were just told pretend that you're in a prison type system. And look how brutal that they got. Look at what happened. Their 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 whole reality changed. And then it gets to the Milgram experiments. How much evil will you allow in the world? That people like to believe that they're good people. But when given the, when given the ability to pass on responsibility to someone else, they will do it at least 65%. That's why when people say that, oh, the military would help us overthrow the government if we got to that point, guess what? They have families. You're, you're looking... At 65 to 80% of the government of the military will side with the government. Why? Because if it comes between the choice of providing for their family or standing up for freedom and possibly hurting their family, they're going to pick their family. And if you think and they're not because they're so star-spangled fucking awesome, guess what? That's not reality. The reality is a lot harsher, a lot more ugly. People will care about their kids. You know, when we talked about the prepping episode, when we said, if you think that your neighbor is your best buddy and you have food and he's going to let his kids starve, you are sadly fucking mistaken. Yeah, it's like, uh, which would you like buzz cut or, or would you like shears when you get fleeced? Right. There's so many people, so many people that you would expect to understand that difference. They won't. It, human nature is that in times of affluence, they forget the lessons learned and the hardships. It's that cycle that we talked about. I think it was either our first or second episode where we say talked about the wheel. Hard times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create soft men. Soft men create hard times. Guess what? We were soft men, and now we have hard times. And I would love for it to be like an instantaneous, like, everybody wakes up and goes, Oh, fuck! Better work our ass off to make good times again. Nope, sorry, nope, that that is not how that works. You're looking at probably 10 to 15 years of absolute fucking misery that will create hard men, because men do not change and... This generation, I hate to say it, is a soft generation. Christians are a soft people because they don't understand what real sacrifice and persecution is. They don't understand what all of these... They they just don't. I don't know how else to put it. It's... It's like it doesn't rain, but it pours. Either you're, com- either you got people that are compliant, or people that care more about their ego, or people that get so wrapped up in the battle they forget there's an actual war. 
And then you got uh, some people that are just sitting here on the sidelines. And I, I get it. I get why there's a bunch of people who think just like we do that have given up. It feels hopeless when you realize that the vast majority of people either just don't understand or don't care. I get that. But I want to remind our listeners, it's it's during the hard times. The hard, you know, the forge does not show or does not build character. It just shows what was underneath. Uh, giving up now. You want to use my quote correctly? <laughs> no, no, no. I will use my use quote correctly because you could oh, drive me crazy off. saying it wrong. <laughs> Trials, tribulation, and persecution does not build character. It reveals it. Whatever you do, don't give up. No, don't give up. Focus on your message. It is when you're being attacked that you know that you're over the target. It is when you're being attacked that you realize that your message whether it be worldly or whether it be spiritual, your message is hitting its mark. Your enemy, again, whether it be worldly or spiritual, is going to come after you, not when you're wrong, but when you're right. You'll face your greatest persecution from your enemy when you're right, and they know it. That is when you're going to get attacked. That is when you need to stand strong. That is when you need to dig down. That is when you need to sit here and think of the figures in Valley Forge. Who fucking feet were frozen. That they were starving. But they knew. They knew that their cause was just. And they stayed. In that valley. Knowing that there was a good possibility they weren't going to get fed. Knowing that there was a good possibility that they weren't going to get paid. And yet they stayed anyhow. Knowing there was a good chance to lose. Knowing yeah, there was knowing, a chance they could lose. Knowing that there was a very good chance. Because before Valley Forge, it wasn't looking very well for them. And it didn't look good for them after for a while. Like you said in the last episode, the fog of war. When you're in the middle of a conflict, you do not have that 30,000 view. 30,000 foot view to look down and go, hey, that decision right there, that's what turned the tide. In the moment, you will never see it. But when you look back, you'll realize that. That right there. That part that I hated. That was the most painful. That was the darkest. Was the time when I realized who I really fucking was. And what was important. Not only that, you were willing to... At that particular point was when you were willing to die for your principle. Regardless if you won or not. Sometimes that's all it is. I've said it before. I'm not going to promise you some glorious epic battle and some fucking out of nowhere victory where you pull you pull it from the jaws of defeat. I'm not going to promise you that. I'm not going to promise you it's going to be easy. I'm not even it's going to be ugly. It's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. And sometimes you just have to stand for the principle of the matter. Sometimes it is worth dying for your cause. Sometimes it is better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Don't forget that. Ever. When shit gets hard, this is when shit gets real. Yep. Put it in a better, you know, I guess more worldly vernacular. Don't ever let your Another piece of advice would be never let your ego drive you. Yeah. See, one of the things we were discussing earlier when we were talking back and forth about, you know, compliance and then about the fog of war and things like that. And you made a comment as like, you know, the the greatest warriors in history, every single one of them, best generals, every one of them, they were just like everybody else. They had their own personal conflicts, their own issues. But instead of focusing on one particular personal aspect. They focused on the fight. Yep. They finished the mission. Yeah. They realized that the mission came first. That the 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 good of the cause, the the message messengers get a lot of shit and they get a lot of haters because people don't want to be confronted with truth. And yet, time and time again, they are the ones that make the change. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
there's a very good possibility that me and Tyr go off the air at some point because they decide that they're going to come after us because they don't like what we're saying. It is not necessarily the first person that stands up, but change happens when number two and number three stand up. Those are the ones that start the actual change. The messengers very rarely get credit, and that's okay, because if we can get two or three people to stand up after us, to take up the torch, to sit here and make a stand, that is when it starts to spread. Only took 3%. Yep. Whenever you feel, I, I, I get here and I think about it and I was like, you know, it wouldn't be the first time where we get silenced. Probably wouldn't be the last time because you and me just don't understand the word quit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of us on this one. Guess what? It, it, it took us, it took us less than 20 episodes to be able to monetize our podcast. How many people said we wouldn't do anything? Right. <laughs> I think that's funny. It took us two weeks to get no, I, it. It took us two weeks to get it monetized, so that now we can get sponsors. Not that I'm plugging it or anything, but if you want a sponsor, you can on Anchor, right? For us to get monetized, so that we can start making money off of this podcast. We didn't intend. We don't want to get money from this podcast. I mean, granted, it's a perk, but we didn't do it. It, it was to do the message. So if they sit here and go, okay, winter's call, Tyr and Odin, you're gone. Guess what? Fucking the very next day, using another email address, fucking Anchor's now going to have winter's call with Fenris and Bear. Bitch, <laughs> I can keep coming back. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I can start a million fucking email addresses because our message will get out. Let me say this. If you're ever feeling beat down, defeated, everyone likes to talk about the phoenix rising from the ashes. It's a beautiful picture. It really is. It's a beautiful thought. That from death, from utter defeat, here comes the phoenix again. No one ever talks about the shit the phoenix went through when it died. Nope. The pain, the agony, the being alone. They don't ever talk about that. Nope. But just remember, everything that you're going through, shit matters. Yep. Somebody will see it. Somebody will hear the message. Let so, your message be heard. If you want to start a podcast, hit us up. If you want to start spreading your message, hit us up. We'll throw you on the podcast. We'll plug your podcast. We'll help you get your podcast name out there. Do it. Why? Because it's important to get your message out. And don't let any of those fucking people that want to sit here and drag you down. You know the crab in the bucket where every time a crab tries to get out, the other crabs will pull them back in? Fuck those crabs. Come on. Let's do it. Let's don't make let that nobody, stand. Don't let nobody should on you. And never, ever fucking quit. And it's not how far you'll go, but it's do you have the courage of your convictions? The most, in store, uh, the most important steps a man can take, it's not his first. It's not his last. The most important steps a man can take is the next step. Yep. Just yep. remember that. It's that next step. Keep going. Keep going. So you get, you know, you get banned so many times on TikTok, you can't even make a TikTok. Okay. Move over, to, move over to clips. You get banned so many times on clips, you can't go. Move over to Instagram. Move over to Twitter. Keep going. Never stop. The message will eventually get out. And if you can change just one life or wake one person up, it's fucking worth it. You know, I don't think I've ever heard such an aggressive pep talk. <laughs> Who, me or you? You, or give aggressive, or. you give aggressive pep talks all the time. <laughs> that's what all this has been for the last several minutes but i just want people to know that it's important yeah your message, it doesn't take much your message is valid and your message is important now by the way we did offer earlier that if you want to do your own podcast come on and we'll 
I don't even care if you don't want to do a podcast. I, if you want to come on and join us for a conversation, it doesn't even have to be politics. We talk about a lot of different things. But if you got a message, I mean, come on, you can carry out a, a conversation. Let's go. Yep. Hit us up. Yep. Our email is attached to our anchor account. So send us an email message or a voice message or however you get a hold of Tier because nobody ever gets a hold of me. I'm so lonely. No. <laughs> Speaking yes. of lonely, we need to end this episode. I have a. I have a little baby bear that keep trying to buzz my phone all the time. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. And I love talking to everybody. And I hope that we get to actually chat with a few more of you on you know, in person. We have a few more guests lined up. I believe our next one after this is going to be with the lovely Miss Mendoza yeah, about I, conservative values. I do believe. Yep. So with that being said, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we will see you next time on another episode of Winter's Call. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph, and self-abasement. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always, there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. The question is not how far. The question is, do you possess the Constitution? The depth of faith to go as far as is needed? The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.